episode 178 of the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. All right, time to choose. Start the show. We are now the defenders of the stronghold of democracy and of equal opportunity. You and I as citizens have the obligation to shape the debates of our time, not only with the votes we cast, but with the voices we lift. The people are looking for honest answers, not easy answers. The very word secrecy is repugnant. Clear leadership. And we are as a people. Not false claims and evasiveness and politics as usual. Opposed to secret society. But ours was a nation of the battle, not the bullet. And a secret proceedings. As a people, we cannot afford to let any group of citizens or any individual citizens live or labor under conditions which are injurious to the commonwealth. Black, white, Latino, Asian, Native American, young, old, gay, straight, men, women, folks with disabilities, all pledging allegiance under the same proud flag to this big, bold country that we love. That's what I see. That's the America I know. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. There is nothing wrong with America that cannot be cured by what is right with America. Welcome to the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Hahn. Hope you don't mind. I left the extended intro in this week. I figured you could all use a little pep talk from former Democratic presidents like Obama and Bill Clinton. Particularly that last quote, one of my favorites. There is nothing wrong with America that can't be cured by what is right with America. I still believe that. I hope it's still true. Uh, And I guess we'll find out. So, look, I had a pollster on my radio show last week. And I think that since this podcast debuts on Election Day, I don't think it's worth having a pollster on here to go through what's going on. We all know what's going on. And quite frankly, if you're listening to this podcast later in the week, you know what happened. Or you're very close to knowing what happened. I don't think it's going to be a great night for Democrats, but I don't think it's going to be a total disaster. But that's neither here nor there. Whatever happens, we're going to have to live with the results and figure out how to do better next time. And we have to figure out how to appeal to a broader section of the public in off-year elections, right? Democrats come out. For general elections, they don't come out for midterms. We've clearly lost people who used to be Democrats in the upper Midwest. That's why when we win there, we win by a fraction of a point. And when we lose there, we lose big. We got to figure that out. Uh, It's something we've been talking about as a party for years. We've seen it coming. Um, We thought we'd make it up in the South. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. But we'll see. Uh, The state I'm going to be watching closest on Tuesday night is Arizona, where I think the craziest breed of Republicans, there's there's select crazies all over the country, right, running. The the guy in Massachusetts, the guy in Pennsylvania, we've talked about ad nauseum. Um, Herschel Walker, we've talked about ad nauseum. There are crazies all over the ballot. It doesn't, it just... In Arizona, it just seems that the crazies are more likely to win than in other places. And that's part 
in in part due to you know Katie Hobbs not campaigning in Arizona uh, the way she should, not really going out and debating her opponent. Um, you know, she didn't want to give her a forum. She may be giving her the governor's mansion. Way to go, Katie. Um, I, I, I'm going to be watching that. I want to see what happens there. And if they do win, I, I think we've got a lot of work to do in court. And we'll see how that goes. But uh, not, and, and I'm not talking about protesting their election because if they win, they win. Uh, I think that some of the things that they're offering there uh, particularly the guy running for Secretary of State, who's like, you know, I just don't know anybody who voted for Biden. Yeah, you you don't know anybody because you're an old white dude who lives on a farm and doesn't get out much. But in Maricopa County, where most of the people in Arizona are, they voted for Biden. We got a lot of work to do. And we'll have to assess what happened. But again... Uh, you know, again, I, I don't want to make any predictions because some of you are going to be listening to this after the election. I think the Senate's on a razor's edge. Let's just leave it at that. And I've been saying for weeks, and I stand by it, that the Democrats will hold the Senate. And we'll see. And if we lose it, it's going to be because of Arizona. And and that troubles me dramatically because they, one of the better candidates running for the United States Senate is Mark Kelly. One of the better candidates. One of the better people in this country. Astronaut. Hero. And if we can't elect him, uh, we got a really prob- really big problem in the Democratic Party. So we have to figure that out. And again, it's an off-year problem, right? Because Democrats come out and vote in, in general elections, but they don't come out and vote in off-years. And Republicans get all fired up in off-years. And that's why they have the Supreme Court now. So get fired up. Come out and vote. Tell your friends. And like I said, I had a pollster who I was going to drop into the pod this week. But again, it's just more analysis of the election, which you've already heard. So I think what I'm going to do here, and this is going to be a very short and sweet podcast. I will take a break because I have to, by contract. (laughs) Um, I'm going to give you a pep talk. Because I know a lot of Democrats are down right now. And I know a lot of us think that, well, this is the end of America if Republicans win the Senate or if they win Arizona. I look... I think that a large swath of this country is burnt out on the phrase, this is the most important election of our lifetime. And I get it. There are a lot of election deniers running for office. And some of them are going to win. But we will have our day in court. We will have another battle for elections in this country. I believe this. I do not believe that uh, because Kerry Lake becomes governor in Arizona that there will never be another election in Arizona. I just don't believe that. I also don't believe that there will not be other Democrats elected in Arizona. I do not believe that, God forbid, Herschel Walker gets elected to the United States Senate, that it's the end of the world. I mean, it might be bad for the Senate. But think about how much more enjoyable and comical it'll be to watch C-SPAN. I mean, look on the bright side, America. I'm not a doom and gloom guy. I am not this is the end of the world kind of guy. And I think there's way too much of that in our politics. I think Republicans do it too. 
I think that's how they get everybody all angry, and I think they do it worse and more. And I think their people truly actually believe in them, which is part of the Democrats' problems, right? Democrats come back with, oh, this is the end of the world, and their people don't believe them. Republicans believe it. And if Democrats don't really believe it, and there isn't a Donald Trump bogeyman on the ballot, Democrats need to refine their message so that people actually come out and vote. And you know what? I'm speaking this on on you know on Monday night before election day and I don't know what's going to happen. I truly think that the Democrats can hold the Senate. The House is gone because of gerrymandering. We've known this for months. I think Kevin McCarthy is going to have a really tough time with a very small majority. Going to have to spend a lot of time with Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Enjoy that, Kevin. All the lying and cheating and failure to protect this country has led you to be Speaker of the House and the lapdog of Matt Gates, a man who has been credibly accused of sex trafficking. Go ahead. Enjoy. They're going to have a lot of problems governing and the people are going to notice, and there's another election for Congress and Senate and many governors in two years and the presidency. And there's a battle blooming in the Republican Party that's going to tear them apart between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. And I think Ron DeSantis is probably going to run whether Donald Trump says he's running or not. And I think Donald Trump's going to announce. I wouldn't be surprised if he announces on election night. Wouldn't be surprised the least because he likes to make things about him. And this election night will not be about him. So he'll like to try to make it about him. First election in six years, that's not about him. The question is, what is it going to be about? Is it going to be about choice? Because if it's about choice, the Democrats will do a lot better than they think. Is it about crime? You know, I was quoted in a paper, uh, one of the papers, I think yesterday, talking about how campaigns have to be about feelings, right? The Republicans have been very good at preying on people's fears, making them feel afraid. Democrats try to appeal to their minds, not their hearts. And that's harder, takes more time, takes people paying attention. It's not impossible, but it's a lot harder. Democrats have to figure out a way to appeal to people's hearts and their minds. I'm not saying you ignore facts. But see, the thing, like, the message that's resonating in a lot of swing districts is crime. Oh, crime is on the rise. And and most of these swing districts are not places where crime is on the rise. Maybe crime's up in big cities. (laughs) The funny thing is, is that it's gun crime that's up. And Republicans have no plan to deal with that. Why would they ever want to deal with that? It is a purely emotional play on the part of Republicans. And Democrats have been responding by saying, well, crime in New York City is still significantly lower than it was on Rudy Giuliani's best day as mayor of the city of New York, which is, by the way, true, including violent crime, which is up. Look, it's up since the lows during the de Blasio administration. But it it's not where it was. See, that's a logical argument. 
Nobody cares about the logical, not enough people care about the logical argument. Appeal to the heart. And that's how you appeal to the masses. And we lose that a lot in this party because, look, we're becoming a party that is almost exclusively made up of educated people. And we only talk to each other. And you can make a fact-based argument to other educated people. But we got to appeal to the masses, not one-on-one in a debate about crime with, you know, your professor. Even educated people en masse need an emotional argument. And that is something that we have to figure out how to do better. Some people do it. Some people, Bill Clinton was great at it. But it's hard. Hard for Democrats to get over that fact. The facts are, oh, the facts are with us. Yeah, the facts are with you. Yeah, Joe Biden's done a lot. People feel he's doing bad. What do you do? You got to make him feel better about what he's doing. Not by ignoring the problems people feel, like inflation. By empathizing with those those problems. Look, only two presidents in modern times have gained seats in Congress during a midterm election. One was George W. Bush after 9-11. You could cross that out because that was an anomaly. The other one was Bill Clinton in his second midterm. Part of it was because people were upset that Congress tried to impeach him. But part of it was... I feel your pain. I know that sounds hokey. I know it seemed hokey to a lot of people at the time. Damn it, it worked. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to come back and do one last pep talk before the midterms, though. Or after the midterms, if you listen to this later. Stick around. I'm Chris Hahn, the Aggressive Progressive. Check out a new episode of the Aggressive Progressive podcast every Tuesday. You know, the election is heating up just as the year is winding down. Stick with me. I'll tell you the truth as I see it. Download the Aggressive Progressive on Pandora or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you in search of deeper meaning in your life? Longing to manifest your true desires and unlock your full potential? Look no further than Portal Mystico Podcast, your gateway to treasure trove of transformative tools, enlightening interviews, and enriching content. I'm your host, Elena Maggio, and it's my heartfelt desire to guide you on this extraordinary journey of self-discovery. And with every episode, I'm passionate about sharing and introducing you to new topics in self-development, metaphysics, astrology, the law of attraction, numerology, interviews that will eliminate your path and fuel your own personal growth. This podcast is your wellspring of inspiration dedicated to help you uncover your purpose with unwavering passion. Together, we'll dive deep into the fascinating topics and explore endless possibilities. Listen to Portal Mystico on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite platform. All right, I hope that helps. Um, Look. It is what it is. Look, if you're if you're listening to this on Tuesday before polls close, I will be on 
News Nation's coverage starting at, I believe, 8 p.m. Eastern. And I'll be going till 2 a.m. on News Nation. So uh, check me out there if you haven't. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Christopher Hahn on Twitter, Christopher Hahn NY on Instagram. Look, you've done your best. We'll see what happens. There are more elections to come. And the fight continues. And look, here's what I can promise you. I I promise you this. The Republicans will try to impeach Joe Biden over nothing. Over for no reason whatsoever. They will have endless hearings about Tucker Carlson uh, Tucker Carlson's <laughs> Tucker Carlson's laptop. Yes. <laughs> it, it, they're going to have dozens of dozens of hearings about Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean it's going to make the Ukraine scandal and the January 6th committee look like nothing. They are going to appoint a special counsel. They're going to do whatever they can. That's not going to play well with the American people. I'm sorry. And it is going to give Joe Biden a perfect talking point. Everybody's struggling with inflation and these guys are doing endless investigations about nonsense. About my son's laptop. Go ahead. I promise you this, America. They will overreach. And as I alluded to earlier in the program, Kevin McCarthy is going to pick up. He needs to pick up, I think, seven seats or 10 seats or so to be a majority. He's going to pick up about 25 seats. He's going to have about a 15-seat majority. Right? Meaning if he lost 15 seats, he loses the majority. I think that's about it. That's not a lot to work with with those people. And you know who I'm talking about. The Marjorie's Taylor's Green, the Matt Gateses of the world. These are going to be very hard people for him to control, and these are going to be people who are going to want to exercise power, and they will overreach. And that overreaching will not be viewed favorably by the American people, and they will lose seats. Maybe not those guys. Those guys might be safe forever. Until they're indicted or, you know, do something completely ridiculous. But a lot of the people who pick up seats this term will lose those seats in two years. It's the pendulum swings. And I got it. There are a lot of election deniers on the ballot. And they're going to try to do crazy, you know, stuff to block people from voting and whatever. We're going to fix that. We'll work on that. That's a problem for the lawyers. And, you know, it's also kind of funny because once the election deniers are in charge of the election, how do they then say the election was flawed if people come out and vote, right? Like in Arizona, I don't think... They're they're walking a fine line in Arizona, right? They're probably going to win because they're going to overperform with Latino voters, Yet Latino voters are what often put Democrats over the top. You don't want to annoy the voters who put you in power in an attempt to keep a subset of those voters from voting for your other, for your opponent. It's a very, let's see what happens. Again, I think it's important. I'm not mocking the importance of this election whatsoever, but we have said it too much and not enough people buy it. And it's time to stop saying it. 
That's my feeling. It has been said too much. People don't buy it. And it's time to stop saying it. That's our way of scaring them. Like Republicans say, you know, Democrats are going to let criminals break into your house, murder you, and not prosecute them, which is also nonsense. Needs to stop. We need to have some, you know, we need to get to a point where we're debating real issues. But again, if we did that, turnout would drop again because people just won't care. Politics needs to be boring. It's not. It's exciting. And it's exciting because people over-dramatize everything in it. But let me just leave you with this before I sign off. The elections come every year. Federal elections come every two years. If your side wins, don't gloat. If you lose, don't fret. This is America. The sun's going to come up tomorrow. We're going to fight for America. We're going to keep it going. I believe in this country. I believe in the Republican nature of our governance. Small r, Republican, by the way. And I believe that we can accomplish great things in this country. Just don't fear. Don't let fear take over your life. Have hope. I always do. All right. I want to remind you now, as I always do, to seek the truth. Question everyone and everything, even me. Seek the truth. I know it's out there, and I know you'll find it if you look for it. And I'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as I see it. I'm Chris Hahn. Thanks for listening to the Aggressive Impressive Podcast.